on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We are eating at Pop Poms, but we're actually at Finn Henry's, so figure that out. Come get a pickleback shot. We drank one. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. And I'm a big hunk of blue cheese on your plate that you don't want to eat. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, I just heard Big Hunk. And I just stopped <laughs> listening. <laughs> well, that's very true. Thanks, John. We're Brendan. here tonight at... Uh we're at Finn Henry's. We are at Finn Henry's. We're also at uh, Pom Poms. They're like one place now. Poms, yeah, she's, well, kind of. Pom Poms Tea House and Sandwicheria is having a pop-up in their kitchen, making some sandwiches, yeah. making some, uh, we just had a charcuterie board. We, we had a lot of food so far, and I think we got more on the way. Deviled eggs with giant pieces of bacon popping out like rabbit ears. We got a bruschetta skillet. Bruschetta. And uh, yeah, man. We're, we're hanging I'm out downtown. already, and they're going to keep bringing food out. I love it. That's exactly what we want. This is a new thing. I mean, everybody knows pom-poms over in the Milk District, but this is like a new thing where if you're drinking here at Finn Henry's and you're hungry, they got food here. It was something that came out of the uh, the shutdown Yeah, when, when bars weren't allowed to operate unless they were serving food, and so they hooked up with Palm. Pom Moon Gauklong, who's the owner of Pom Poms, and uh, she opened up, she took over the kitchen. Now yeah. they're open. And now you can get good food here at Fit and Raise. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Here on Bungalow or on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And like downtown, uh, we haven't been downtown in a long time. Yeah, it's been a bit, man. And it's uh, it's hopping. There's a lot of people walking around. Not about hopping. It's hopping. Maybe it's hopping. barely jumping. <laughs> there's like, people uh, like skipping there's some people down yeah, here yeah. but it's it's not full capacity yet we're seeing some some empty shops yeah some new ones that are opening up and yeah wall street was limping that's limping they're limping into an opening and if you guys we apologize for traffic noises yeah we're outside so you might get some uh, ups buses taking some ballads somewhere it's got a flashback. Remember, remember when my little smart car got T-boned by a USPS truck? No, crazy. That's, <laughs> that's why I have a new car. <laughs> so, what what was your week like, John? Ah, uh, it's my anniversary this week. Oh, happy yeah. anniversary! Ninth anniversary. Anniversary my, of what? Uh, getting married. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with my wife. So you forgot your first chest hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. So no, we we uh, we celebrated at Enzo's on the Lake. Oh, which is in uh, Longwood. If you've never been, that's the fancy spot, right? It's a nice spot. Yeah, yeah. Just get a little bottle of wine. We did get a bottle of wine. Yeah. Don't you guys uh, smooch and stuff? A little smooching. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cover your ears, youngins. <laughs> and then uh, we uh, afterwards, huh? We went to the pinball lounge. <laughs> Just like okay. And, and then and after and guess that? what? What? Uh, my wife loves the pinball lounge, and she was so excited. And so I know I went. There I know my wife, once, right? Didn't I go there for your birthday? Yeah, probably. And she killed it. She was so good at pinball stuff. It's owned by the so the the people that used to own the pinball lounge still own the pinball lounge, but they bought the whole bowling alley now. Oh, yeah. So they like renovated it. I think we should go out there. It's a little bit of a hike. I'll go. But maybe we should go out there. Yeah. They would totally love us. They love you. They love you already. They do. They do. You did that great video for They hooked Orlando it up. 60, they right? actually didn't let us pay for all of our pinball fun that uh, night because it was our anniversary. Okay. I played some Rick and Morty How? pinball. 
<laughs> which is awesome. I love Rick. It's and in Morty. Oviedo. If you've never been, it's in Oviedo. Just Google it. You know what? My new Rick and Morty, like what's replaced it right now, is, what? is Lower Decks. That Star Trek. Oh, I mean, I just watched. We've been watching the original series of Star Trek. Oh. We're on episode three, like so Captain gotta, Kirk. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's good. It's okay. No, it's good. He was very attractive. Ah, James C. Like, uh-huh. in his heyday. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. a handsome man. The second episode, he's shirtless. It actually made me nervous, like, because then you see him now, and you're like, don't invest yourself. Yeah, you but know? he's like ninety. You know, he's almost ninety. No way. Oh, he's in his late eighties. Well, drink water, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, how was your week? Well, good. I actually. Was hanging out with another 90-year-old man, Mr. Jimmy Carter. Yeah? Yeah. He the real Jimmy Carter. Didn't really hang out with him. I watched his uh, biopic. His, it's his birthday today. It is his birthday. Uh, so it was all very fitting. His his This new movie came out about him. It's called Jimmy Carter, Rock and Roll President. And it's amazing. It was really more Scotty saying because Scotty thinks he's like a bodhisattva. Uh-huh. He thinks he's like a god's angel on earth or something. Lusted in his heart though, didn't he? What do you mean? I, that's what that he he got interviewed one time and I think somebody asked him like, you know, have you ever looked at another woman or something like that and he said he had lust in his heart. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, back then that was a big deal. Well, you look at the people he was hanging out with. I didn't know all that. Like yeah. I'm Canadian, I didn't know. Like I just knew that he built houses now, right? Yes, yes, he He's does. This old man who's like literally Habitat for humanity. Houses. And I love that. That's I love seeing uh, you just want him to build you a house so you can have your own house. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. You're telling me you wouldn't live in a Jimmy Carter house? No, I, I would. Yeah. I would. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's happening over at NZ, and you can go watch it yourself. I think it was totally worth it. Uh, it's social distanced inside. They're, they have the Eden Bar. They just launched a whole new series of Halloween cocktails, which I got to try a couple of them. One of them looks like blood. We have that up on our Instagram right now. And that was cool. So we did that. And then this morning I got to uh, check out the new Jeff Ray exhibit. What's that? So Jeff Ray, he's a, a locally based international artist. Is that he how gets, you say his name? Yeah. How do you like, spell it? There's an umlaut over it. All caps. Oh, yeah. J-E-F-R-E. But there's like a, a umlaut in there somewhere. Is it like Jack A? Like from 227 <laughs> yeah. and yeah, Sister God, Sister? Okay. But you say it like you're like I say it like it's in one breath. Like Jeffrey. 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 <laughs> Sounds like you're exhausted. Well, yeah, you kinda he's very if I was ever because he's a landscape architect, he had a heart attack, and then he realized he just wants to make art. And he which is great, and a lot of people do that, but the difference is he's doing commissions for like cities in huge cities in Southeast Asia, Beijing, he, he, like massive. So where did sculptures. you go see his work? He's at Orlando Museum of Art right now, John, and it's uh it's really special. Beauty. He did the weird chrome uh fractal dog that's at Lake Nona. He did the beacon thing that's out there which is that projection. Oh, wall. I like that. Yeah, so he's very like cutting edge cool cool guy and i love that he still lives in orlando even though he's making these things all over the world cool. and this is his first museum exhibit so i got to take a tour and i made a little video which you can check out on our instagram and online uh just really something special it opens to the public tonight uh for everybody over at orlando museum of art so they're open totally open at the museum it's by reservation you book like a slot and then you get to go in like at a socially distanced group 
which I kind of dig because I don't like being a lot around a whole bunch of weirdos at the museum <laughs> anyway. I'm sure that's what they say about you, too. Well, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be around that guy. And some of them don't. You know? <laughs> He's <laughs> got a flamingo costume on. It's probably another reason why they <laughs> always invite me to the media night because they know I won't come to the opening. Yeah. Yeah. Just get him in the media night. I was the, really the only media there today. Really? Which was crazy to me. Well, there's happen? there's like a there's not that many people that report on those things around here. Well, and a lot of the artists people are either furloughed, retired. Like the, the, there's not a lot of in person arts coverage right now. So no. I was I was happy to go, uh, loved it. And then the guy from Taglish was there, and I'll talk more about him in a bit because there's some really big news about cool. him. And then I also went to uh, the tunnel. What's it called? Tunnel of Terror. It sounds like that. I can't remember what is it's called. Is it a called, scary so thing? Haunted tunnel? Spooky it, a tunnel. Tunnel of the Damned. Oh. Tunnel of the Damned, which is a haunted maze by those guys who work with uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Nice. Yeah, which, as you know, I was super scared of. Uh, so I thought this would be super scary. It wasn't. It was like 85% finished, so we'll give them some more time to turn it where, up a little Where bit. is this spooky tunnel? It's at the Orlando Forum. And so they're doing a whole series. Wait, under, where's the Orlando Forum? On International Drive. And they do like concerts and stuff. I know I hadn't heard of them I before either. Even I, I thought it was just me. It's, it's close to Icon. Icon Orlando. Okay. And then right next to it is like this cool like Middle Eastern hookah lounge, which ah. was packed with people like huge clouds it's of a whole other out. world over there on i drive it was neat it was nice it was nice to see something like that full uh the tour that i did was great you can see a little video up on instagram for that as well of like the highlights of the maze without trying to get too much away and but the coolest part about the maze john is yes it's a haunted scary house thing but at the end of it there's a bar so it's almost like you're getting access to a halloween speakeasy okay and the only way to get to the speakeasy is by going through the maze and then also working it is your buddy from getting messy barbecue oh chuck yeah chef chuck who said to say hi to you nice and you didn't warn me that he also happens to be big and handsome he he's he's big yeah and and handsome i I thought he was super handsome yeah yeah i called him i think he's married a social media darling in our roundup just because everybody was covering him yeah and so all he could say to me was like darling who says darling (laughs) i'm not anybody's darling and i was like dude you're everybody covered you you need to get over it Uh uh-huh yeah um interesting just cool mashup Cool. We're doing a pop-up dinner too. It's called like a dinner, like a séance dinner. Uh, they thought of everything. Nice. I'd give it like a three out of five scares, though. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. that's all right. It's for everybody. Yeah. We'll Can't get be into too it. scary. No. <laughs> well, I think just lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like those oh, I also weird, watched like... Midsummer. Oh. We don't have to talk about it, but I just want to let everybody know if you haven't seen it, you should watch <laughs> you it because it changed my life. It's I think. too scary. It's for so me. good. I. uh I just watch the things about it, you know, uh, like the reviews of things. And yeah, that's enough it's so me. good. Although I would like to do a screening of it at like Lou Gardens. You if, should watch if, it. If I didn't have to stay and watch it. It's not like super scary. But it's like psychologically a little disturbing. Bit. Yeah, I stuff. think you'd like it. And they all die, right? I don't know. Spoilers here. No spoilers. I can't. I can't. It's too much. All right. News. News. This is what we actually do here on <laughs> Bungalow and the Buzz. If you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. Yeah. Follow follow Brendan. He does a lot of hard work. I do, but also follow John at, I don't, at John Bustecker. I don't the, really do anything on the grams. I just I just mow my yard and R- fix a, my deck and write books and uh, paint my walls and dance naked dance in, the, naked. in the moonlight. 
all those things. Disney is about to lay off 28,000 employees. Not all here in Orlando. That's company-wide. But country. it's about it's about 7,000 here in, in Orlando, though. That's a lot. Non-union. Non-union. Which would have been you if you'd still work there, right? I was union, and I was seasonal, <laughs> and I was paying union dues. And you were fired. But they laid me off. Yeah, they fired me. <laughs> Without union representation, even though I paid, we don't have to get into this. It was long time. I was very upset. Water under the bridge. (laughs) It's not though. I'm still very (laughs) still a little mad about it. I should have sued. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's a huge number of people. It's a lot. And my, I have family that work there. You know, they're kind of higher up over at Animal Kingdom, and they're safe. You know, knock on wood. Uh, so far, but they're saying how everybody's getting a severance package. I guess even oh, hourly really? people are getting a severance on fur- package. Have they been on furlough? A lot of people have okay. been, but a lot of people were also brought back. So, But they're saying even some of the... I was told, uh, which I haven't confirmed this with Disney because <laughs> they don't care about me, uh, that the hourly employees and the management people were, were getting some sort of severance package through December. And and at least like just their normal regular pay uh, plus health benefits. But the I mean the numbers aren't there. I mean not as many people are traveling, not as many people are staying and yeah. so like I mean I'm not it's hard for families and it's hard for workers but like as a company and they made a lot of money last year and they probably made a decent amount of money this year even before yeah, the pandemic. It also costs a lot to But I run. also understand like what do you do? Like how long can can you keep all these people on the payroll and 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 be happy or or, or keep your your investors happy? Once again, I get it. Like I'm not trying to right defend how much money they make cuz they do make a lot of money. But you know, as a business I'm sure they have to start looking at things and be like, we got to figure something out because we can't keep doing this. It's hard because I also know that they have, um, this is hard to see. I hope, I hope it, I, don't, I can't imagine it picking up until the end of 21. No. Right. Well, like it's maybe not, like it mid to those numbers, maybe like mid 21. Yeah. I don't know. Well, our hearts go out to everybody, and that's a lot of people that are going to be looking for local jobs, because mm-hmm. if they're not at the parks, they're going to have to be looking locally, Yeah, which is interesting, because we're seeing a lot of new restaurants start, restaurant, established restaurant groups are, are doing okay downtown, um, for instance. That's a lot of people, and there's not, I mean, if you lay off, if you let go 7,000 employees, I mean, there's still all these other employees that probably get affected, too, because those people have to go to lunch sometimes those people have to take the bus those people have to like there's all these sort of other jobs connected to disney jobs all those little shops over there because they all live over there right most people who work at disney live over there by davenport or point sienna right like where where, and if you're looking for a gig over there that's tough too there's a guy there's a chef i know you know like middle management chef uh, who got let go, and he doesn't know anybody in Orlando. And he's an amazing chef, but like the fact that he doesn't have any name value with local people, it's going to be tough for him to get well, snatched this, up. This all speaks to, Brendan, is like, you know, it all goes back to how reliant Orlando is on tourism. And so, like, you know, when these industries tank, and right. I, you know, cruise lines and, and travel and, and entertainment, other cities... <laughs> When things are this bad, they might recover a little sooner because they might be doing more manufacturing or more industry or more simulation or whatever. But like here, I mean, we are so tied to people spending discretionary income that when nobody's spending discretionary income on travel, 
especially travel from around the world. Now, granted, I don't think anybody thought this was going to happen a year ago. I mean, you can't predict a, a pandemic, and, and you can't predict that people from Europe aren't going to come here because they can't come here right now. But you can predict it now, right? A little and, bit. And actually, it kind of was predicted because, like, people have been saying that Bill but, Gates has been saying that this is going to come But whether right. or not you can predict it or not, I mean, somewhere like... contingency. We're going to have to have contingency plans. It's going to have to be well, the just con- the same way that you plan for a hurricane. We're going to have to come up with some sort of book, <laughs> guidebook of like here's what works when this happened last time. Well the plan is we to can not just roll it out. Have everything reliant so reliant on tourism. Industry wise, yes. I totally But that's you. a bigger that's a that's a longer term goal. It is. How are we doing on time? We're good. Uh, Orange County is toughening its parking enforcement rules. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of Don't park those your trucks. Peeps. Yeah, and RVs specifically. All right? of it. So I guess I think d- this was a West Orange County thing, wasn't it? Like a I think Victoria Siplin, Commissioner Siplin, okay. brought this up. I guess it's something that has been brought up multiple times. All right. And that people complain about someone parking their car, their RV, something in the right of way. And and sometimes the county just doesn't have any teeth to those ordinances that they'll be able to, like, we can't enforce it. Because the way they've parked it, it's, we can't do anything about this. You just got to leave it. Um or it was like a $30 fine, and so they don't yeah, care. Yeah, which sometimes is just cheaper to just pay the fine than go find a parking spot. Right? If you if you have to have it in an RV park, right, that's expensive. Like a boat dock. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to pay a lot of money Not for no that more, kind of though. Stuff. Not anymore. And those the fees are up. So, like, uh, like if you park in the right-of-way with your commercial dual rear <laughs> wheel vehicle, uh, the, fee, the fee is a fine. It's $130. $130? Which is $150, $150 fine. That's right? a lot. Yeah. yeah. So don't do it anymore, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. And if you don't, if you want to know what the rules are, if this really applies to you, just go to bungalow.com and click on the story and you'll get a little link. I guess, is it, is it like commercial truckers that are just like, oh, let's park it here for the night? <laughs> or just people who are have an RV and don't okay. have anywhere else to put okay. it. You know? All right. When I was parking, I had a, one for this nonprofit I used to work for. It was like an art truck, and I it's an RV, and yeah. I would park it just on the street in front of our house because I, if I was too lazy to bring it all the way back to where it was supposed to be, uh, and I should have been fine. I guess this is more of a problem in different neighborhoods because I don't see it in my neighborhood yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. Um, it's the one-year anniversary of autonomous shuttles in Lake Dota. Happy anniversary. I've never gone out and been in one of these. I've seen them, but I've never actually they ridden in one. They don't go very fast. Well, they're right? not meant to. Well, they kind of will be one day. So Orlando has been designated as an autonomous vehicle testing area by the by the government. Okay. Right? And so I think it's the United States Department of Transportation is, has established that. And Lake Nona one itself specifically uh, to be a testing area. Uh-huh. And so now they have these little circulators for people who live there. And you can take this little thing. They call it like a drunk bus. And it'll pick you up over in your neighborhood, bring you downtown to like Boxy Park, and you can catch it later on. You don't have to use your car. Is all that stuff open at Boxy Park? And uh, I don't know if Boxy Park reopened. Ah. Uh. It oh, will. We, just, we just had Milton McKnight uh, drive by us. If you don't know Milton, he uh, he has cerebral palsy. He's sort of a known 
person down here in downtown Orlando. He's a good guy. So I did a story on him years ago. Shout out to Bill and shout out to uh, Finn Henrys for hosting us tonight. Let's go to break. And then when we get back, we're going to talk more headlines. All right. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. If you're out there looking for work, we're here to help. Career Academy Interview Like a Pro is a virtual class on October 6th that'll help you practice and prepare. Get on the road to being bilingual with Spanish from Zero Basics on October 6th. This online class will introduce you to pronunciation, the alphabet, and more. The fun of our annual event, Trick or Treat Safe Zone, will last all month this year. Pick up treats and crafts throughout October from any library location or the History Center. Then join us Halloween week for virtual events. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Lace up those running shoes. WUCF is celebrating kindness with a run or walk with the WUCF Virtual Fun Run, October 11, 2020. Sign up by September 27, and paid participants get a T-shirt, bib, and finisher's medal in the mail by race day. Go online to wucf.org backslash funrun to register and support WUCF today. This is Brendan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofie. Hey, guys, it's hurricane season, and it's going to present a whole new level of challenges as we navigate COVID-19 and unpredictable storms. The first few seconds after a storm hits can be some of the most stressful. What do I do? Who do I call? Who can help me now? Well, we've taken tremendous steps in preparing our new warehouse, training award-winning teams, and stocking up on all of the supplies we will need to take care of your home as soon as we get your call. Be ready. Visit us at jannyroofing.com and learn more about how we have you covered. Thanks for choosing us. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. I'm Brendan O'Connor from bungalower.com. That's it. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> about being a hunk? Nothing no. about being blue cheese? None oh, of that? Thank you about all that. Yeah. Uh, we are here at Finn Henry's tonight, but we're eating at Pom Poms because they are now merged into one. <laughs> not, they, not really. Not true. Poms okay, you, is popping up at Finn yes. Henry's Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a, a Mama Ling Ling sandwich, which is like a whole Thanksgiving dinner between two slices of bread. Which we had, which yeah. was delicious. It's really good. It'll weigh you down. It, it does. You can't I, go swimming after. I had half of the sandwich. You had the other yeah, half. We shared it like uh, like we were on a date. Yes. And we had a charcuterie board, and we had uh, bruschetta and popcorn. and yeah. it, It's nice, though, because you can come here and drink some beers and, and get some pom-poms now. You don't have to go all the way over to the milk district. You can just come here to Yeah, come here and watch all these, uh, all these bros walking around. 
looking yeah. for something to do. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> I got here. I can do. <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, what were we talking about before the break? New uh, stuff? All kinds of stuff. Okay. Oh, uh, Orlando's busy. It is busy. You know who else is busy? Who? Winter Park. Yeah? Yeah. Remember that Orange Avenue overlay thing that uh, got everybody Hi, mad? Everybody was in a little hissy fit about yeah. that. Well, because Winter Parkers don't like development, right? Like yeah. Just in general. Unless it's like their development that they're developing in other cities where they can make money to build their mansion. Then that's they okay. Love it. But they want to keep Winter Park quaint. That's, uh-huh. If there was a bumper sticker, that's it for Winter Park. Yes. Uh, the city is trying to designate this area of Orange Avenue over there by the new Black Bean Deli, behind uh, the Heavy, yeah. you know, that old Lombardi's place. They're trying to designate that as a spot that can be open to more development. I could see some more development there. It's not very walkable there. It's not, because it's not designed to be that. It's really a warehouse district. But it could be walkable. I mean, if you had enough shops, I mean, there's enough. Right. They're, they're starting to get more shops and restaurants there. Yes, and so because of that, they're trying to redo, like, the, the ordinances, the permitting requirements... To try to encourage more dense development. Oh, we're out. This is what happens when you record outside. You get motorcycle folks going by. You guys are hearing the real downtown Orlando right now. Yeah. Uh, And the overlay district, you know, got some people mad. They they didn't like it, and so they a lot of people were just saying like, I want to see what it looks like. What does it mean? And so the city of Winter Park came up with some photos. They made a whole report of what it could look like. They got some photos from around town uh, showing evidence of what it could look like if, if you do it. And so you can check those out on bungler.com. What do they look like? Do they, are, they, are they big like, buildings? They or? It's like Soto, like Soto Shopping Center. So like four or five stories. Three, four stories. Six, seven. Six, seven. Maybe even eight. Whoa. You know, it depends on oh what they gosh. could get away with. There's only like one spot they could build an eight-story building, it's right? It's really a part, that area right at that five-way intersection, the uh-huh. uh, Orange Avenue. They should and, name that section like 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 the like the pentagram or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> they should call it. Yeah, they it should. is a pentagram. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Is it six or is it five? Uh, five. Is it? Yeah. Oh, they should call it the pentagram. We should just start calling it the pentagram. <laughs> okay. Let's All right. Be there again. From yep. now on, we'll call it the pentagram. If you want to vote on it, if you have some feelings about it, there is a survey that you can fill out that's also via bungalore.com. We have it all up there. Go check Do it out. Do I have to live in Winter Park to be part of this survey? No, everybody nope. has feelings, and they didn't say you had to live there. So okay. go ahead and take the survey. Right. Send an email. This is what I think. Uh DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, has decided to let the eviction moratorium expire. Oh, I thought you going to say he cured COVID-19. He opened all the bars and restaurants. With his force of will. He just said, you know what? Everything's open. Yeah, he waved his magic wand. Here it's Cured uh, COVID in Florida. Everywhere else has it except for Florida, apparently. <laughs> Which, like, We're all good here. Everybody's laughing at us. <laughs> like The international stage is just like, what is happening? Yeah, I think my friends up north are like, ah, like, you know, we... We don't love these lockdowns either, or we don't love all this either, but, we'll, but we'll we don't do want to it. be Florida. It's cr- All my Canadian friends are, they don't understand why yeah. I'm here. They just don't understand. And then they watch that debate the other night. Uh-huh. Like, apparently all of Canada watched the debate because they all have something to say about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't watch it. Granted, we are out at a bar right now, you and I, yeah, hanging out. We're, we're socially distanced. Yeah. From a distance. We're outside. We're outside. I wear masks when I need to. I wash my hands religiously. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're just a germaphobe. And my face. Well, I am now. Yeah. You're yeah. just like a Howard Hughes character. <laughs> that's the 
second time we talked about it. So wait, so Governor DeSantis. Yeah, he's been putting out moratoriums, like extending the moratorium. It's kind of confusing, right? Because he he's getting rid of it, but he's saying something with like the CDC. Well, the CDC has extended a federal ban, yeah, a moratorium on evictions. If you can't pay it, they're saying federally across the country you can't be kicked out. If you fill out a special form online and you present it to your uh, landlord, that's all, all you right. have to do. But do you have to have coronavirus? You know, you just you have to kind of be negatively impacted by it. Okay, up, right? Well, aren't we all? <laughs> to some degree, I would say yes. <laughs> the issue is a lot of these uh, lobbyists and, and organizations are now suing. They're challenging this decision in court, and so yes, the CDC has extended this federally, but that decision could be wiped away if, if it's found in court to be uh, unlawful. Like you, there's there are laws to protect landlords as well as tenants and, right? and, and like you know this is I, I get it like I'm not I'm not trying to say that there aren't people out there struggling right but it but there is a chain that happens where you know if a lot of people don't pay their their rent let's just say you own a house let's just say you own an extra house okay fancy you but let, let's say you own an extra house or you own several houses and none of those people are paying rent well your mortgage is still due. Uh, to some degree, and so like I, I do see a ripple effect there. Taxes, your all property of that. taxes, yeah, no, all of that, and so like it's I, tough. Once again, I'm not. I, but we I, also I don't it. want people to be homeless. Exactly. And, and no. once you're homeless, then you're going to be, you know, taxing on the uh, local homeless infrastructure. Yeah. So like, there, so, this is a huge problem. I mean, it's a huge problem. It's not just like one little thing. But the issue is now that because the governor is not going to extend the state protections. If it gets wiped away at the federal level, there will be nothing there to protect people uh, yeah. at the state level, huh. and, and you'll just be out of luck. So that's just something to keep an eye on. That's all we had to say about that. Uh, the Orlando, oh, the Pet Alliance of Greater Orlando is looking to expand. Did you hear about this? No, they've been traditionally in this spot for like thirty years. Yeah, they're right next to the Orange County sh- Animal Shelter. Yes, right next to each other, right for- by Malt Millennia and the uh, IKEA. Yeah, across the street. Across the street there. Yeah. They're right They're right next to each other. So they've been in that space, space forever. 30 years. It's like a bomb shelter. It's not very nice for well, the dogs. Well, you know? what happened was I think both of those facilities were built probably 30, 40 years ago. And I think people's uh, feelings toward animals have changed in the last oh, 30, yeah. 40 years. This is the same problem with the Orange County Animal Shelter is that like they, they've been knocked before for not having like good air conditioning and all that. Well, when they built the thing, like people didn't—I don't want to say they didn't care as much for their dogs. No, but they, and then they when you're looking and assigning budgets and things, yeah, yeah. And so it's expensive to build a uh, up-to-date sort of animal shelter. So anyway, so I mean, they—they're trying to build a new space. They want a new. Tw- <laughs> people are excited. Yeah, They're trying to build a new twenty-five thousand square foot animal shelter. On the same space or somewhere else? Somewhere else. Okay. On a, on an eight-acre property. Nice. Massive. Lots of area for them to run. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Where at? Did it say? Uh, Lake Catherine. I don't know where that is. I don't either. I'm assuming it's over there. In that somewhere area. in Orange County, right? It would have to be, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. And then let's go into food. I love food, Brendan. <laughs> Josh Oakley, the chef over at 1921 Mount Dora, is leaving. Leaving there. 
to have go you been to there? the Monroe. Have you been to 1921? Yeah, we did a staycation roundup of Mount Dora. Yeah. Uh, and we went there. Nice. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, I went there when they opened 1921. I don't know if he was the chef there yet because that was... When it opened, it's, it was a Norman Van Aken spot, and, and he might have worked there. I don't. I just no, don't know how long he's worked there. Somewhere else, Smiling Bison. He was okay. at Smiling Bison, and then he went there. So I was there when they opened, and it was fantastic. And so good. Yeah, yeah. So he's been recruited to go to the Monroe that we talked about last week over uh-huh. in the Julian apartment building in downtown Orlando. Yes. Great, which means they're going for it, man. Got a high-profile chef. Massive space. Have you been over that way lately? Like over off of Paramore and, and Westmoreland? Yeah, we just did a, a video a tour of, big of the Julian. There. Well, that's Creative Village. I know. I'm just saying, like, it's totally changed from three, four years ago. It's gonna. It's a 6,000 square foot restaurant, John. It's going to look okay. over the new Central Park. Okay. Uh, with that they're building right at the center of Creative Village. Yeah. yeah. When's my orange building coming in? This orange juice replica... Over in a couple years. Oh, okay. yeah, a couple years. This is on over that. in the packing district. Yeah, they're building a replica of that old or, uh, orange juice space. I'm excited. Or, I hope they sell orange stand. juice. They better sell orange juice. That should be part of the Depends on what they plan. get in there, you know. You know, It depends on who they can recruit. Yeah. Uh, the Taglish owner, Mr. Michael, oh, my gosh, his last name's escaping me. How embarrassing. I just hung out with him over at... Uh, the Orlando Museum of Art opening. Uh-huh. But he's opening a new restaurant concept. It's like an omakase, omakase restaurant okay. in the Lair Park. I don't know what that is. It's the it's like the multi-course thing. Like you saddle up at a bar, like a cow, Cadence okay. in Ottawa Park. You All saddle right. up at a little high top. Saddle up your $200 chef, bills. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> higher price. Yeah. But it's because the chef is just making you whatever he wants. He's, you you just sit there and eat and eat and eat for a couple of years. That's what I do at Old Country Buffet and yeah. uh, Golden Corral. We're gonna have to double check this these cusses that are <laughs> happening. Yeah. Around us aren't I think we're all right. Up on the radio. Uh, Antiques Lamp Supply. It's this new lamp supply store inspired bar is opening up downtown. I got to go check that out. Wait, wait. So this is different than Lampshade Affair. Uh huh. Okay. Did yeah. they just buy all their stuff and no. open a bar? Hey, this is uh, Romy Mawardi who owns Mather's Social Gathering. Ah. He's, uh, he's been buying all these lamps himself. He's just okay. like going, going to all these antique shops consistently, buying them. And he's also just buying from anybody. If you have a cool-looking lamp. I had a cool lamp. Does you want to buy my lamp? Yeah, he'll buy okay. one. Just send him a picture. I'll send him a photo. And if you want to get your lamp fixed, you can bring it to the bar. I and, do need it fixed. And they'll fix it for you. They'll okay. fix your lamp. And it's, so it's just like a really cool cocktail lounge full of antique lamps uh-huh uh and it's gonna be awesome everybody's gonna love it antiques <laughs> nice yeah okay. so we'll see how that goes i do have a lamp in my uh, bedroom that needs fixing so maybe i'll take they, it over they will do it you just bring it in they'll give you a little number assigned to your lamp and uh and go for it yeah you got a lamp? Uh-oh. You got someone with a lamp? Uh-oh. Robert's this is like, what happens when you're downtown. You got people that want to come talking. on the show. We only have two mics, so they can't hear you talking. What kind of lamp are we talking about? We have any, they're asking what kind of lamp. It could be anything. Any antique lamp. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not going to share my mic with you just because of, you know, COVID. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you after, though, if you're still around, I'll tell you where, where to bring your lamp. What's right, your I'll name? I'll find you. Shelly. 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 We're doing a radio show right now. Shelly, we're doing a radio show. It's going to yeah. be a real radio 104.1. Oh, my gosh. I'd be so excited. All right. All right we'll tell you all about it later just because right. nobody can hear Shelly's Shelly's here hanging out at Finn Henry's. All right. Okay. All right, Shelly. I love lamp. I'm anti-lamp, so. <laughs> you are anti-lamp. Uh-huh. 
More darkness. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> I don't understand that we can't hear unless the mics are in your face. Uh, Ivanhoe Park Brewing is hosting Return to Joyland, which is their anniversary party. It's their two-year anniversary ah. party. This is the the brewery over in Ivanhoe we Village. We pretty much opened that place, right? You and I? Kind of. <laughs> right? I'm actually going to be there on Monday hosting a Steinholding competition. Really? You want to come? Maybe. You want to be my co-host? You got you to gotta hold it out like a As long October as you can. Fest. Straight out. And it's kind of like an Oktoberfest party. With beer in it. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to time it. That's my job. Really? I'm going to be in later hosted too. Shirts or no shirts? Well, hopefully no shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, they want I mean, bonus points. Yeah. I can you tell them get too. an extra five seconds off. Or no, you and, want more. You want men more. Men and women. Men and women. If uh-huh. you want no, you're points, equal opportunity, yeah. right? I'm, yeah. Otherwise, it's I sexist. Mean, probably more for men I'm with their feminist. shirts off, right? I'm a feminist. But, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You'd probably get it, maybe a bonus. <laughs> At least get my number in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can't deny it if they have both their hands out holding steins. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They're, they're very nice. They work with us a lot. They did, uh, they're bringing back our bungalow or lemonade. Oh, nice. So if you buy that beer, a dollar of every pour will go towards our fundraiser where we make community projects and stuff. So that's something I'm super looking forward to. If you want to know more about it, just go type Joyland into bungalows. Cool. What day is that? It's actually every day of the week next week is a party. I'll be there Monday for the Steinholding competition. Cool. Uh, There's a new coffee shop opening in Mills 50. I saw that. Actually, a couple. How many coffee shops can Mills 50 handle? Look at this little puppy that just came out. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is what happens when you do a radio show. You got cute puppies coming out. He's got to go piddle. Yeah, he does. Uh, One is Starbucks. It's opening in the ice cold auto area. All right. Well, that doesn't count. (laughs) Starbucks doesn't count. People got mad at me for writing about it. No, you you got to write about it. I got to. It's open. It went over on a historic property. Yeah, yeah, you got to write about it. Historic's arguable. Don't send me I'm just email. not excited about a Starbucks opening. But the other one is called Java Jays, and it's going to be right next to Connor and Shanty. What was in that? Oh, Avenue. that was just like a photography studio, right? I think or, it was. Or, yeah. Uh, or a, it was the one right on the corner. So I think it was a photography studio. Okay. Like a wedding photography or studio. A, or some sort of dress salon. Bridal. I think that's next to it. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be all organic and natural coffees. All right. I don't. I don't. That doesn't matter to me so much, but that's so it, good that they're doing it. It does to some people, so we'll see, John. We'll okay. see. Just right. Can I hang out there and have some coffee and that's, hop would. on the Wi-Fi and yeah. use the toilet? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. As long as you flush. Okay, good. Uh, Earth Fair is returning to Novel Lucerne. Did we talk about that last I week? No, we didn't. I'm kind of excited for this. I think I wrote about it after, <laughs> after we recorded I knew it was coming because we did that tour of the apartments at Novel Lucerne, and they okay. said this that is on South Orange Avenue, south of downtown. Earth Fair was there for a long, for not a long time. It was there for a while. It's like a natural-ish. It's like a Whole store, Foods, right? basically. I mean, yeah. you can argue otherwise, but basically, a Whole Foods, a little nicer than Publix in terms of like, yeah, what they got. Maybe a little pricier than Whole oh, Foods. Oh, now that Whole Foods has been too. acquired. It's like. Yeah. By Amazon, their but, prices went down. But but. When I used to live in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, they had a Earth Fair before they had Whole Foods. So it was like the place to go get that kind of stuff. I think the world has changed a lot in these last 10 years where like I can get those products at, at anywhere now, really. Yeah. But like 10 years ago, you couldn't. You couldn't get like the weird produce. It's never like crazy busy. Well, the problem is I think the pro- the parking there isn't great. I mean, there there's a parking garage, but I think people are confused by it. 
and there's not really yeah. a lot of walking traffic there. I think it was really meant as like a community grocery and also as an com- amenity for the people who live there on site. It's a huge apartment building. They just need more around there, though, I think. Yeah, and it's happening. It's close-ish to downtown. Uh-huh. Uh, when are Orlandoans not going to be compu- confused by parking garages? I don't know. No, that I don't know. That drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, people I say that about parking I just... downtown. I, know, I don't want to park in a parking garage. It's easier to just park on street. I, but when I used to go to the Publix downtown here, I would just park in the garage. It's way well, that easier. One make, that one makes sense, right? Yeah. But do you ever, if you're going to like a place on Church Street, are you going to park in the SunTrust garage? Uh, except for the library, no. Yeah, right? The library I do because it's right across the street and I'll pay the two bucks and it's just way easier. I'm the same. Yeah, but Plus everywhere I, else I'll try to find a free spot. My man works there so I can use his parking pass. Okay, well, I don't. I don't have a man that works there. what. The longer we get here, the more handsome the men get. Well, you're just drinking. I'm also drinking. Yeah. That's true. Uh, All right. Well, Earth Fair is <laughs> so coming back. They're coming no, back. Lucky's. Lucky's is still out of business. They are. Well, actually, Earth Fair declared bankruptcy in like january february yes they did and so it's a new ownership group that's bringing it back they closed all 50 locations across the country i don't know how many are coming back but it's interesting that they're trying to bring back this one yeah on in orlando i'm waiting for my on my side of town in college park to have a new grocery store i think you're gonna have a fancy public i think so packing district we'll see there might be something different maybe not a sprouts oh good it's the kitty go there's a kitty that just ran there's a cat running over here man there's everything downtown Got a police officer following someone revving yeah. the engine. Yeah, it's just crazy. Just crazy. Got some kids eating poke. Going right. crazy. Uh, Frontier Airlines is offering free flights to people who have the first or last name of Orlando. I saw that. So Orlando Rolone, the chief of police, he can get a free flight. I got to ask if he's going to. I should have. I should have. You should. You should put in a request from the PIO. It's for only specific dates during the month. Okay. It's not the whole Orlando month. Bloom? He could come here to Orlando. That was my hook. I'm really yeah. hoping that Orlando Bloom comes. And if anybody sees Orlando Bloom in town taking advantage of this offer, please let me know so I can take advantage of him. Yes. Thank you very much. That is a loud car. It is a loud car. Maybe they'll get pulled over. Uh, he must, right? You can't do that. Tom. I don't know. It's Florida. You can, you can carry a gun anywhere. I'm sure you could... How much time we have? have a loud car. How much time we? I got. We got. Uh, we got. We got not a ton of time, Brendan. Okay. Well, I'll do it quick. Uh, we got some events. We're trying to get back into events. because oh, yeah. Events are happening again. I just saw that new Jimmy Carter Rock and Roll President. Go see that at NZ in this week, six and nine p.m. Pompeii. The exhibit is coming to Orlando Science Center. The exhibit itself is going to be like a hundred artifacts f- from Pompeii. So. If, that's I've cool. seen one of these Pompeii exhibits, uh-huh. uh, I think in Atlanta or Birmingham, a long time ago. It was fantastic. I think so, this is going to be cool, too. It's really cool. They've partnered with a lot of local artists, like creatives and organizations. And so there's a pop-up volcano over at Audubon Park <laughs> at the East End Market, Yes, which I'm going to take a little I think it's, toga photo it's, in front of later. It's one of the few sort of, like, quote-unquote, like, blockbuster exhibitions yeah. that we've had here. And this is the last stop of its tour in the united states yes yeah so i i think it's, I think cool. it's something everybody sort of knows the everybody knows about pompeii right i kind of said i said i wanted to do a toga party as part of it at the volcano bay uh-huh. and someone was like uh this was a disaster like <laughs> how, 
a lot of people. We can't joke about something that happened two thousand years ago. Like time, time has healed those wounds. I think. Make fun of dinosaurs getting hit by meteors. (laughs) No, too soon, Brendan. Oh my god, sixty-five million years ago. I'm still gonna do it. Just wait (laughs) until you see my Togo photo. It's gonna be hilarious. And if you get mad about it, I don't care. Uh, there's also going to be like an augmented reality thing at Lock Haven Park where you can take a picture of yourself with this app uh, where it looks like this Roman temple is burning with lava. <laughs> like, if if they're mad about me just joking, yeah. where do you see that <laughs> photo? That one? And then the Tunnel of the Damned. Tunnel of the that Damned. Thing, that's happening right now. You can go see that. Remember the Titans Drive-In. That's happening tonight over at Camping World Stadium. Go check it out. Bright Young Things, that's that immersive uh, walk-along production inspired by the 1920s group of weirdos that like to drink a lot. Uh, it's a theater production being put on by Creative City Project. Okay, over at Lou Garden. Yeah. Cool. But it's, uh, no, this is happening oh. downtown. Oh, this is a different one. And you get to walk along with the actors as like they're encountering downtown. Oh, is it haunted? No, it's, no. it's just like fancy people, fancy dress, like white people, white problems kind of a thing. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we're in love. Okay. They're encountering urban life. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not very nice of me to say. Infected horror audio trauma. This is happening over in Okoe. It's like a, a podcast that you listen to and you can walk along and see zombies. And then there's a pumpkin patch at Santa's farm in Eustis. I do love pumpkin patches. Go check that out. All right, Brendan, we got to go. We got to thank Pom Poms. Thanks for feeding us tonight. Thanks to Janny Roofing and to Orange County Library System for being sponsors. Yeah. And uh, holler at your face. Come to Finn Henry's, too, and get some pom-poms. Get some pom-poms. See you guys next week. <laughs>